are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Edwards. With me as always, Mike Lauren, and John Ackerman, and we are... Uh, Walking through another one of our core beliefs uh, on this episode, and so if you've been with us the last couple of weeks uh, after the the break that we took for the holidays, um, part of the time that that we were quote unquote off from the podcast, uh, we were actually kind of digging back into uh, what Strong Towers has meant for us, what Strong Towers. Uh, was intended to be for us. And, and, uh, part of what came out of that was just a a looking at our mission and our vision and where we want this platform to go and what we want the platform to stand for. And, uh, so we've done a couple of episodes now, uh, walking through that process and, and what the vision and mission ended up being and, and, uh, sort of how we crafted and why we crafted them the way that we did. Um, and then also as a part of that same exercise, um, we laid out these core beliefs that uh, really, uh, I think the way that I described it was um, that kind of ground the vision and mission, right? Because sometimes those can be uh, sort of lofty 30,000 foot view of, of what's happening. And, and um, in the conversations that we were having, we really wanted to have um, these guardrails, of, okay, great. This is what we say that we're about. How do we make sure that we are about this? Um, you know, our, our intro says everything is on the table, but how do we talk about any topic that we want to talk about and yet have it be distinctly strong towers and align with that mission and vision uh, that we'd put out for ourselves? Uh, and so we did an episode on uh, the first two, which were faith and adventure. You can go back and, and check that out if you hadn't uh, already. Um, but another one that, that came up really strongly for the three of us is the idea of brotherhood. And so, um, this is where we landed on brotherhood, our, our core belief. We were never meant to walk alone. The strongest man is the one who is able to stand shoulder to shoulder along like-hearted men and women one who relies on the power of family, friends, and community rather than the power of self-sufficiency. We all have something to offer, and we all need to be seen and known and sharpened by those that understand where we've come from and who we are becoming. So this is not a new conversation for us on the podcast. We've done episodes on uh, friendship, on community, on uh, all kinds of relationships to get yourself into uh, and stand beside people that are moving in the same direction as you are or stand behind people that are just a little bit further down the path that you are uh, traveling on. Um, And so this is something that has come up over and over again uh, in our conversations on on the podcast. Um, But I think that's because it's so important to us. And, and obviously we chose it as one of our five core beliefs guys. Right. So, yeah, for sure. um, <laughs> there's, it, it made the cut. Um, but what about brotherhood in particular 
for you guys stands out that it needs to be front and center and top of mind for anything that we do on this platform? Yeah, I think I think for me, when we started to brainstorm and we started to come up with the idea of brotherhood and all the things that came into it, right? We talked about family. We talked about our friends. We talked about our church groups. We talked about our neighborhood and our neighbors. And the word that we finally fell on and the word that we came together as a group on was was brotherhood. And I think for me, that was the one that – I think that's the one that was really important for me, right? I could not be the dad I am today without – brothers in my life right now and that and that being you guys and, and and the others that extended beyond strong towers um because I don't have I don't have a family in the area I've actually moved to northern virginia for work I don't have family local to me I just do not have that support system of hey dad could you come help me with this project or hey mom could you come help watch the kids right so it was very important for me right off the bat to establish community and Initially, that starts out with my neighbors and my church. And I thought to myself, like, community, that's community. That's, that's the people that are going to take, take you where you need to go. Those are the people you're going to take care of. Those people are going to take care of you. But brotherhood, to me, it, it was like that next step beyond just community, right? Because neighbors are going to move away. Um, people from the church are going to leave. And, and your brotherhood is something that I, I've always said, and I, I've said this on episodes of, of – other episodes about brotherhood was your brother's always going to be your brother, right? There's, there's no way of changing that. You are going to have um, that person as your brother. And that's what I felt like when we nailed this description for me personally was just encompassing all these different ideas and these different thoughts behind what a brother and what brotherhood meant. Yeah. And I know for you, Mike, you've said before on other episodes that, you know, the significance of that word started for you long before Strong Towers and even long before you got to Northern Virginia. And that there was, there was just something that resonates deeply about the, you know, the, the being like-hearted, the being committed to a common goal, a common mission, and the level of sacrifice that one's willing to make for the people around them. Um, that this isn't just, this isn't just friendship around common interests, that this is Again, common mission, common vision, and a common willingness to sacrifice um, for each other and for whatever that larger vision is. And I think those are the things that that helped me to better understand brotherhood. Because uh, I, t- I totally agree, Mike. You know, your brother's your brother for life. And I have a little brother. And I think for me, one of the challenges with brotherhood was I had a little brother. You know, I didn't have a big brother. I didn't have somebody that was for my entire life, shoulder to shoulder, you know, at this point now in my late thirties, about to cross the 40 threshold, my little brother is also in his late thirties and we're now able to stand shoulder to shoulder. But, you know, for my formative years, brotherhood really just meant, you know, who I'm helping, who I'm helping, you know, who I'm helping to take care of, who I'm looking out for. There wasn't necessarily reciprocity. Um, at least with some of those big picture things, like he and I had a blast together. My my little brother was my best friend for most of my life, um, but there, there wasn't that reciprocity. Mm. And I think that was one of the things that I really appreciate about where we took this with brotherhood um, was the common commitment, um, the not common as in low value, but the mutual agreement that that there's truly a level of 
shared expectation, Mm -hmm. of shared commitment, of shared responsibility, of shared investment, um, that that this is shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And even if it's, you know, Tom, like you said, one of us is a step ahead on the path in a particular area, there's usually a place where we're a step behind on another path at the same time. Um, But that ability to rely on, because I was definitely one of those guys that idolized the lone wolf mentality and really thought that I was stronger alone. And I'm so thankful that I learned that that lesson was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's for me, one of the reasons why I'm so glad that we've made this particular tenant so central to strong towers and even just that opening line for me resonates so deeply. We were never meant to walk alone. For sure. Uh, for because sure. for so much of my life, I genuinely believe that that I was and that that was preferred. That was better. Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting if, if you look at uh, how our stories have intersected and, and kind of really the genesis of Strong Towers as a journey um, – you know, it was born out of brotherhood. It was born out of a group of guys that were looking to do exactly what we're talking about here. Um, and Mike, you've said it before, you know, that kind of the, the seed for the idea is how do we have conversations like we do on Tuesday nights, um, and make it available to people that, that don't have the opportunity to, to do that, to engage in conversations like that, to have, people to stand shoulder to shoulder with. Um, and so I feel like in the background, brotherhood has been at the core of what we've been doing here just because that that's what we're coming out of. That's what we know. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, you know, the rest of, of our core beliefs that rely really heavily on this, uh, you know, uh, Mike, you talked about the, um, the church group and, and having your guys and, you know, and so the faith piece of this is being propelled by the guys that are standing with you, the adventure piece, you know, like that's propelled by who am I going on this adventure with? And, and so, um, it just seems like this is central and has been impactful for all three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the other things I love about our description, and I, I wanted to say it earlier and I kind of forgot about it, but we call it brotherhood, right? But we say it right in our words, like like-hearted men and women, right? And I think yeah. that's something that has come with maturity, something that's come from from me being in in a you know early 20s army that hey i have my brothers i have you know the saturdays for the boys kind of attitude of things right and when i think about how much more and how greater my knowledge and my ability to communicate with the other side and not so much being afraid that, oh, hey, I don't want it to think it's something like more. Or so, you know what I mean? Like having having just being able to have a, com- a conversation with a female compared to when I was in the military was a completely different perspective, right? And so I think that looking at it today and being able to have that different perspective on things has has helped me grow so much as a father at times when I would have thought, hey, I need, a, I need another guy to teach me how to be a dad, right? And how immature that sentence even sounds as I say it out loud now is that there is so much knowledge and so much 
ability to learn something to being a dad and being a brother that I didn't think was there when we when I was younger, right? And so I was really happy when we were coming up with this segment or when we were coming up with this sentence and we and we added that in there because it was a good reminder that, hey, you know, we have a lot of this uh, strong male worded like verbiage, like strongest and shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, we have a lot of that, but then there is some 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 softness in there too as far as like, hey, you know, our community is not just not just men, right? It, it's the wives and it's the sisters that we have in our community as well that that play a big part in our lives. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so much that I've learned from my wife in particular about cultivating friendship, about being willing to ask for help. And yeah, yeah, this is definitely just not the boys club. Um, and that again, I think is why I so like that our focus here is on like-hearted. Um, and I know we stole that phrase from Dan Allender, but it, it's just, I, f- I think it's so much more appropriate that that is the most commonly unifying element to what we're after is the vision and the direction of where we're trying to go. And that's not an exclusive club by any, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and I also like that that part of what we're after as well is the concept of being known, right? Being known fully. And part of that means being your authentic self uh, as our friend Morgan Snyder talks about, that you can be authentic with everyone. You can be vulnerable with several, but you can really only be transparently, intimately known by a few. And that again is not gender selective. You know, you're 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 supposed to be authentic with everyone, the men and the women in your life, and you're supposed to be able to be vulnerable with the men and the women in your life. And that intimate transparency better extend to the most important people in your life, which if you're married is your spouse, right? And, and so that realization that we have a lot to learn and gain from all the people around us and that the, the most important element is that lightheartedness and that willingness to let them all the way into our story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm glad you said story there, John, because that's that's something that I think, um, I think I I took for granted oftentimes, especially when you come into like a new a new group or even even let's say a, a traditional like Sunday school you know group. Um, it's always about hey, how do we how do we make ourselves better and how do we you know know and love God more and move forward beyond that. We rarely take the time to learn about where we've come from. Right. And where the person is and how those those things are playing and how those affect their their journey today. Right. And so when I think about being known, I we've and we've talked about this on the episode before, but being able to share our stories like we've had with each other and to know that, hey, this is something that played a big part in John's life. This is something that played a big uh, a story in, in Tom's life. And and when I see those actions, when I see something like that coming up, I'm I'm almost have like my my spider sense tingling that I know, hey, is this something I need to check back in with John? Is this something that I know I need to check back in with Tom? And that goes back to the known part, right? That goes back into that second, like being more intentional with your friendship, right? And being more intentional with that brotherhood and being more intentional with that community, not to just let things fly by, but to actually know somebody, to know what their, I don't want to say pet peeves are, but what those things are that that put them on the back of their heels, 
right? And this, and by knowing somebody and knowing their history, knowing their story, it to me it is so much. It means so much more that I'll be honest. I'm, I'm very sensitive when it comes to my to my dad. Right. And there's been times when we've had conversations and somebody will say something uh, in reference to a, a different story or something. And I can I can feel myself like twinging a little bit or getting a little uncomfortable stirring in my seat. And it would be maybe on my drive home or, or something. I'll get a text from one of you guys. Hey, Mike, how, how did that make you feel? Or is everything good? Or and to me, it wasn't the, the question in itself was important and the conversation was great. But the action and the simple gesture of, are you okay? I know this hurt, or I know this could have hurt. It was just enough to, to let me know that, yes, there is people who care. There's people out there that love me. There's people out there that know me. And that simple gesture of that check-in that, you know, hey, let me just make sure you're okay is so refreshing. It is so amazing to know that there's men out there that truly care about me. And so when we say no, and I think that's the things that we talk about, right, is to know not just the history, the scars and the battle wounds that come behind each one of those, the stories that come behind each one of those scars. Well, and that's too, I think uh, we talk about the sharpening uh, piece, right? That's where you can get people that can speak into some of those areas and say, hey, oh, you yeah. know, this is the reaction that I see you having and I think I understand why, mm-hmm. right? And so, is there something there that that we can talk about? Is there yeah. something there you want to work through? Um, and for me, it's a completely different way of understanding friendship and, and uh, you know, people's history growing up you know you you live in your neighborhood you go to your public school and uh, maybe not in northern virginia where there are so many people that move in and out all the time but you know pretty much you know my experience was the kids you went to kindergarten with or the kids that are you know in the seats at graduation from high school and you know and that's that And, and so you do have a sense of knowing people and knowing their stories and where they're coming from but um you know, when you start to talk about it on the level that we're discussing, uh, you know, the uh, random how's your day text, now the response has subtext, right? Oh, work was hard or, oh, had a tough conversation with my mom. Okay, well, now I understand that that actually means something different to you as you're saying that because... Uh, number one, we are sharing story more frequently. So maybe I know that, you know, you just had a blow up with, with your mom or, um, that your relationship with your mom has been hard, uh, growing up or, you know, and those kinds of things are just places where we can step in and offer assistance, but also at the same time, uh, gives us the chance to sharpen our skills at being that good friend. At, at you know taking that relational uh background that we have and putting it to good use instead of um you know uh, i'm sorry that 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 that's what happened today um you know that 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 must suck um and so it just is it's a different way of approaching those relationships and like you said john it, it's not something you can do with everybody for mm-hmm. sure um but it is something that i think is valuable to both sides 
of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And in and of itself, you know, that stretching that you're talking about of being present in the midst of somebody else's story is part of what sharpens us, right? It, it requires you to step outside of yourself and outside of your comfort zone, right? It requires you to deal with the messy of somebody else's life and not just throw it off with, you know, a quick glib response or, you know, yeah, psh, you know, <laughs> whatever the, the classic bro response is yeah. of, you know, or the one thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to, to really set yourself aside and be completely focused on another person, yeah. you know, to respond with empathy and compassion and understanding. Um, you know, to, to respond sometimes with not just a, you know, let me give you a swift kick in the pants because that's what you need to, you know, toughen mm. up, but to, to know when encouragement is needed and sometimes forceful encouragement, um, but also when kindness is what's most needed, that they mm. don't actually need to toughen up in this moment. They actually need to stop trying to be so strong. Mm. And just that willingness to grow in places internally in order to be able to offer what you do have. And that that's the other line I really like. I mean, we like the whole thing. That's why we put it out <laughs> yeah, there. That's what we put like, it out yeah, there. I really yeah. hate this section. Man, whoever wrote you know, this, they're good. One. They're good writers. But there's this this real short line in the middle. It's just it's six words, but it's we mm. all have something to offer. Yep. And and I think so often when when we've stepped in to relational circles, you know, there, there's sort of that measuring of, you know, where do I fit? Am, am I the top dog? Am I the last one picked? Mm. You know, am, am I, am I just the, the guy with the jokes? Am I the guy that brings the beer? Like, you know, what, what's my role? And to recognize that in this brotherhood that we've cultivated amongst ourselves and that we've invited people into through strong towers and the brotherhood that we're trying to create through strong towers, that everyone has something to offer. Nobody's arrived. Nobody's finished. Nobody's perfected much of anything. Um, but there, there's something to share. There's wisdom to share. There's life experience to share. There's academic learning to share. There's mistakes to share. There's failures to share. There's, there's something to offer that is desperately needed because the other people don't have it or they don't have as much of it. Or maybe most importantly, they don't have it from your perspective. They only have it from theirs. And I think that's one of the things that I've been most impressed by as I've gotten to experience what real brotherhood looks like is, again, from someone that tried to go solo, it's not all up to me. I don't have to have all the answers. And the people around me have so much more to offer than I was ever willing to accept as the person that was trying to do it all by myself. And my life is so much richer for having invited so many other people into it and being willing to accept whatever it is that they have to offer. Yeah. That, that requires the shoulder to shoulder piece though. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they're the, I feel like that phrase implies something of a level playing field that the yeah. relationship is not, I'm looking up to you for something and therefore you probably are not looking down to mm -hmm. me for something, right. That yeah. we are side by side equals um and therefore we each can contribute what we have to offer yeah. um and so it, it's a different kind of relationship it's definitely not every relationship that falls under this category uh, but but it is a very important 
relationship. Um, and we've talked about before, uh, and we've actually done before uh, with guys in, in our group um, as various things come up of, you know, locking arms or shield wall or mm-hmm. um, whatever imagery that you want to use uh, because we do then have the opportunity to strengthen each other and hold each other up when things are going poorly or, um, you know, walk through something with our brothers. Mm. Uh, and that is just special. Yeah. That, that's a special opportunity that a group of people can have mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And the thing I love about that discussion when we start going down that path of interlocking shields and, and walking side by side, right? Initially, I thought I only needed that for the big things, right? Like the big things that I needed to walk through. I'm very observant. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't call myself a, a complete people watcher, but seeing that that behavior being modeled in front of me so many times has really made it easier for me to implement, um, even on the smaller level. And if I could, if I could share an example, and, and I can always cut this out because because I edit the podcast. But um, <laughs> yesterday morning we were leaving the workout, and and Tom, you you looked over at John and said, "Hey man, how are things going?" And it could have been as simple as, oh, "It's going okay." And, it, and, and you guys could have went back into your trucks and, and, and left. But John, you responded, hey, yeah, I have this going on. And it was something It was something that was big for – it was a big item for this week, right? And I sat there. I was talking to another brother and I turned back and I see you guys having a conversation that probably went well over the two-minute, hey, check-in. And it was something as simple as, hey, I'm going to listen. I'm going to be there for my brother in a time when he just needs to unload some stuff. And I even think about it, even even with the fact that it, it it really started the night before with the text of "Hey guys, I'm 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 a little tired tonight, right?" And so I'm I'm you know give it, I'll throw in some uh, applaud clap right here, but you know just seeing that behavior and just seeing that modeled for me on a daily basis, on a weekly basis between you know Tom, you doing it yesterday, John, I've seen you do it numerous times, um, has been really helpful for me. And I know a lot of people don't always have that in their lives, but it, it has been very beneficial for me to see brotherhood acted out in a way and in this fashion that I had never seen before. And so, you know, uh, you know, not to, not to give you guys too many of that, boys, but it was, it was very nice to see you guys yesterday having that conversation as I, as I, as I was talking to, to somebody else and kind of seeing you guys out of the corner of my eyes going to myself, like that's, that's brotherhood right there. That's, that's friendship. So, um, kudos to you guys. I thought that was, a. a a beautiful moment in a in a in a parking lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the other piece, or another piece that I really like about this particular you know, core element of our platform is it's it's always the invitation to let people a little bit further behind the curtain. You know, we, we've always tried yeah. in our episodes to to not only be authentic but to be vulnerable, and you know. Full disclosure, vulnerability is still selective, right? I mean, we, we get to share what we want to share and nobody makes us share anything that we don't want to share. And so as much as we're honest about, you know, difficult things that we've experienced in the past or difficult things that we're going through now, it's still selective vulnerability, right? You, you don't get to know all of us, even through the context of, of this platform, um, 
but that's the invitation with brotherhood is to go past even to to not only get to vulnerability but to go past vulnerability to transparency right and mike you shot me a text what was it last week where it was like man you've been on my mind and you've been quiet for a while mm. And I know you well enough to know what quiet means. <laughs> right? It means things aren't okay. Yeah. So how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And, you know, Tom, that was more or less the same question that you stopped me with in the parking lot Wednesday morning was, hey, you texted last night. Things were a little rough and you're taking some downtime. Would you care to elaborate? Because mm-hmm. we all know what that means. Mm-hmm. And so part of brotherhood is the willingness to step out behind to step out from the things that we usually hide behind, to step out behind, to step out from the, Hey, how are you? I'm good. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Everything's fine. Right? That, <laughs> that, that's, that is so typical and so not helpful. If the goal is transformation, if yeah. the goal is status quo, it's wonderfully helpful because you don't have to actually engage in anything either in yourself or in anybody else. You never have to have that awkward moment where somebody goes, actually, I'm not okay. And you're like, I'm sorry, that's not allowed. (laughs) The correct responses were okay, fine or great. Please choose and try again. Right? Like it, this is where it gets messy. Yeah. But this is what brings transformation. This is what brings our ability to be sharpened and to grow is to invite others into that space where even when we're trying to hide, even when we're trying to just give the okay, fine or great responses, somebody knows us well enough to go, hang on. I know what that means when you say that what's actually going on and to spend time in that space. And so again, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I got the chance to experience this over the last several years and I'm grateful that this is what we're after with this platform is it's, it's the constant invitation into more and, and that's a messy space, but it's also the richest space. If what we're after is something different than where we've been. So we appreciate you all being with us as we've taken these last couple of episodes to talk through what it is that we're after with strong towers. Um, what it is that we've discovered over these last three years. Um, one, we discovered that it's been three years now uh, <laughs> in January. <laughs> so happy anniversary to us. Um, but we've discovered that there are some things that are really driving this at a, at a deep level, at a heart level that make us most excited to continue at Strong Towers. And it really is these five elements, faith and adventure, brotherhood, and the cultivation of identity and purpose. And so we'll tackle those last two on our next episode. Um, But thank you for being a part of this. Um, My wife, Brooke, is one of our most avid listeners. And I was asking her the other day, you know, what was it like to listen to the Mission and Vision episode and the Faith and Adventure episode? And she's like, honestly, I mean, I know you guys, but it was sort of like your origin story. Like, how did you get to where you are today? And I'm like, that is so helpful because honestly, I was seriously wondering if people were listening to this going, what are you talking about? This is this is like a behind closed doors conversation for the people that are at Strong Towers. And, and so I hope that that's how it's been received, that this is not only a little bit of insight into how we got to where we are today, three years in, but also a little bit of where we're trying to go 
um, not only for the three of us, but for this brotherhood that we call Strong Towers. Um, so thank you for being part of it, whether you've just discovered us or whether you've been with us for three years. Um, thank you for being here today. And we're looking forward to where we all get to go in the days to come. So we'll see you next time. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers, to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strongtowers for your chance to score some Strong Tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see you back here real soon.